What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Pop Gospel Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. We love you. We care about you. Anyways, I'm your host, Chad the Dad. Joining me, I have Aaron Sexton. I'm Carlos. Casey Winstead. I'm careless. <laughs> and Josh Rhodes. I'm still just Josh. <laughs> I was really hoping someone would follow it up with careless. I wasn't sure if you were coming in with something after carless. Like, I'm carless and sad. It was just carless and pause. <laughs> carless and sad. I, w- I wanted to give you the allotted. Better than homeless, right? Yeah. Boy. Although. You know, I said in high school. What did you say in high school? You can sleep in your car, but you can't race your house. You know. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, you, know, that, you know that was that was really in that like uh, hey. too fast, too furious time period. <laughs> oh god. Too fast. I never liked any too of those furious. movies. Not a single one of them. I, I rewatched all of them with Stephanie recently, just because she had never seen them, and oh, you just wanted you just wanted to new... test your marriage. Yeah, I guess. And honestly, they're not as bad as I remember them being. Tokyo Drift was right. The first one's good. You. Oh, my gosh. If by not bad, you mean like just terrible, totally predictable, Uh, uh, uh. a plot line that was garbage. Paul Walker is not here to defend himself. You shut that mouth. Well, maybe I'm not talking about Paul Walker. Maybe his part in it was great. But it wasn't. It was awful. When I say Paul Walker, what do you think of? Whether it's in Fast and Furious. It's the only thing he was ever in, right? Was he ever in anything else? Well, right now he's in a casket. Okay. Okay. That's not. (laughs) That's not. He might have been cremated. I don't know. (laughs) He could be everywhere. Actually, yeah, because well, that car wreck he had was pretty bad. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Moving on. And there we are. So speak. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Talking about. Good. <laughs> talking about. So raise your hand if oh. you sold your truck in the month of August. Just Aaron. Well, and Josh. My hand's up too. Well, I yeah, wasn't I sure if your hand was up like. Raise because your hand you if you've never had a truck. The thing. Oh, well, I've had a truck. You mean just... raise your hand if you're lame? Oh, says the guy who doesn't have a car. Shots oh, fired. man. Got me. You going to ride the bus to work next week? Oh, man. I kind of want to buy a bus. Bus pass. I, I still mean, want a... you to buy a minivan so bad. I mean a city bus. You want me to buy a minivan? Anybody. Come on. I wanted to buy a minivan, but my wife wouldn't let me. She's like, no, Predator. Yeah, she was like, I'm I not going to have I think you have, have to have more than around. one child for it to not be weird. I don't think I have to have anything for it to not be weird. Well, says the creeper. Yeah, right? van, vans are cool says, 100% of the time. Says Chevy the Astro, man. That's where it's at. Vans are cool. You can haul all your stuff. You, you can, can haul air, all your friends. You can airbrush whatever you want on the side of That's that bad right. boy. Have you seen Onward? It's, it's, it, it, Onward, yeah. That is Chad. That yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, the big brother with the that, van. That, and that's the, honestly who I thought of when I saw it. Absolutely. I thought of you, buddy. It's a great movie. I vol- I follow a lot of like van life accounts. I don't, I honestly like a, don't like convert it to like a tiny house or like hey free candy we're about to no pick like up some people kids. who like take their vans and deck them out turn uh, them into like so little I follow and... this dude on the on the gram. His name is at Bringles, and he took he bought an ambulance. Oh, I've seen that and stripped the inside of it. And is redoing it so that because that's what he does like to live. So he just travels around all yeah. these places and see. And I don't know how anyone lives doing that. I don't either. Like, how do you get money for gas? You have to be some form of like influencer, a social or... media influencer. You follow Bringles. Well, let me see how many. Does how he many have like follow, ads? Follow he got no people he like, never like that's promotes when, anything. You know when you no man when you're Google like, searching something really quick. He's not like. Hung this shelf with my DeWalt drills. <gasps> no. Oh, okay. Hashtag IKEA. And maybe <laughs> maybe it's one of those things where you at, know. Yeah. You know. At under, underscore Bringles. He has forty three hundred subscribers or followers. Subscribers. That's, yeah. okay. so that's not a lot. How'd not you, not enough to make money from. How it. did you find him? Well, so he plays airsoft with an airsoft guy that I follow, who is an influencer, and they went camping with him. 
And they were like, look at his rig. And at that <coughs> time, he was driving a Ford that had a camper on the back of it that he had converted. But he sold that Man, to that, buy the ambulance. That was the dream. <laughs> he sold that to buy the ambulance and is tricking that dude out. How many awesome. followers on Instagram do you have to have to make money? More than 45. I don't know. Let me tell you soon. I hit 900 today on my yeah? fishing account. Yeah. So how soon are you going to be it, telling us you're making money? Well, I've already got people hitting me up to promote their products. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm just trying to make a decision on who's I want to go with and trying to do some research and stuff. Okay. I'll be like, I'll do all nice. the products. Send me everything. I will promote you. I don't so, even care. Uh, my, my, my growth has been in 56 days, I've yeah. hit 900 followers, which is pr- it's really good. It's yeah, a, I mean, it's that's, a good steady growth. That's a big boom. Especially because most people have been on Instagram for years and they've just hit like 1,500 or whatever. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing fairly well. People love to look at the pictures of fish. So um, that's one thing I've said to you before. Something about fishing pages. Yeah. They really like their fishing pages. They really do. Like it's a community. It's like it all is. these like it's like all these girl fit pages. Like it. it well, it, those a, are a little different. <laughs> Yeah, but like no, their majority of their followers outside of the creeps that are there are outside ladies. Of the van drivers are ladies, and like that's the thing. Like the van drivers, Come like on, so, man. like one girl who wants to live that fit life is following like fifty of these girls doing their fit pages, yeah. and it's like this little community. But they like they like eat it up. They they eat that stuff up. They do. And it's the same with fishing. Like it doesn't like as long as your pictures look semi good, like you put some effort into editing them and making them look good. Yeah. People are like, I want to look at that. And then they start to comment on your page and you become best buds. And then a 13 year old kid does a logo for you and sends it to you for free. Like that's, that's been my experience. So you can start to monetize your post on Instagram at a thousand followers. That. I'm well, there you go. I'm about to monetize my personal account. When I hit a thousand, Boy. I'm doing a giveaway, and I haven't decided. Are you going to give away a guided fishing tour? No, because it would be like we're going to go out to my, to my Chad's pond. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Let me show you where I caught that six pounder. You just got to give it. You got to give it to like the guy in Washington. Gonna go out there and be like, this pond is 300 square feet. That's right. Just give it to the guy. When in you Washington. paddle out into it, you can stick your oar down and it doesn't even go halfway in. Nobody cares. They just care what are you pulling back in the boat there. That's right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, mm. on the fishing page it doesn't matter. Like as long as you got a picture of a fish, they don't care where you are. You and should... they honestly don't really care how big they are. For April first, I need you to just Photoshop something wild. Okay. Like a fish in the water pulling you out or something. I wanna do one of those so there's um I can't remember the name of it. It's a giant catfish that lives that that's native to another country. Oh, okay. But they're so not a sturgeon. It may be a no. It's not a sturgeon. We just so my son is obsessed with fishing Mm -hmm. and fish and animals, and so a lot of times, well, I was showing you guys the other day. Yeah. He'll just sit down and he'll watch live streams of like bears and rivers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And we watched, so today we went through some different like fishing videos and I was just typing in like monster whatever to show him like super big fish. Right. And these guys were pulling in these sturgeon that were like eight and a half feet long and like 600 pounds. Yeah, they're huge. In a river. Yeah. And that's, I'm like, that's, that's why I'm not swimming in, yeah, I'm not swimming in lakes or rivers thanks to things like that. I can't remember uh, what are, it's Are you called. talking about a whale's catfish? That's what I'm talking about is the oh, Wells catfish. Josh yes. on the Google. Boom. Come on, man. It, it's it's Italian. Yeah, that's what it is. And and I I, re- I remembered a few years ago seeing like some dude in Italy catch a 200 and something pound catfish. So yeah. I just looked up Italian catfish and it brought that up. Yeah, and they're like they apparently they go crazy for like top water stuff. Like some of the coolest videos I've seen on Instagram are like it's so long it looks like a serpent in the water. Oh yeah. And like this dude's just dragging around this top water bait and then you just see this like it's like a movie, like this <laughs> awful black shadow come up from the depths and it just goes, Yo and they're like they've got him and they'll reel in these huge wells catfish and they're they're three times the size of a human being and they're just like holding them like it's a dinosaur. Oh my god. I'll probably gosh. do something like that. Okay, I'm not trying to get off on fishing too much, 
but in the videos Kipton and I watched, definitely saw a guy use a duck bait. Yep. It looks like a baby duck. Yep. And it's a top water, and yep. he was just dragging it across the water, and he caught pike like crazy yeah. using it. Had no clue that fish ate ducks, but now I have a little bit more of a healthy fear of fish. They have a rat bait. Looks like a giant rat, and the tail moves in the water, and yeah. those things get bit like crazy. That's so weird to me, man. Oh, yeah. Bass love rats because <laughs> they're huge and they're full of protein. And so they just... Fish are crazy yeah, They are, things, man. man. I'm not... <laughs> I can't get down with those things, dude. You never see them coming and they could just eat you. I mean, not a bass. Let me get, no. the, let me get the brim. There was a rat one time that made me realize that I wasn't a cold-blooded killer. <laughs> uh... They'll do that to you. There was a and, spider one time that yeah. made me realize that. Chad, Chad was so disappointed in me. I was. I was like, okay, guys, we were living in an apartment. It was close to, it, it was just janky. Uh, it was literally on the wrong side of the tracks. and uh, Definitely the sketchiest place I've ever lived. And there was this mouse in our apartment, and I had it cornered, and it was trapped in this blanket. And I was like, okay, guys, I can't do it. Who here is a stone-cold killer? And Josh was like, I got this. And he grabs this baseball bat, and he walks over. And instead of beating the blanket to a pulp, he, like, poked it. And the mouse (laughs) ran out and got away. (laughs) This mouse. I just couldn't do it, man. This mouse, no lie. We would be sitting there watching a movie, and you could look back. And you would see it poking its head out of the stovetop and then disappearing <laughs> like, when you would look at what it. What you guys yeah. doing? And it would like wander across the counter. And if you got up, it would run back to the stovetop and disappear. And I was like, oh, okay, we got to get out of this. Well, other than <laughs> Why didn't that. Why you just set a mousetrap? He didn't take them. He didn't take the mousetraps. He never. Stuart Little. Yeah, he was real smart. So between the mouse and the FBI's most wanted guy that lived next door, we got out of that apartment. Yes. Yeah, we came home from church one day, and there were uh, SWAT cars. The DEA was literally outside, full <laughs> like up from praising Jesus. You're like, what's <laughs> we, going on? We rolled up into the driveway. All of a sudden, all these SUVs and stuff start swooping in in front of this door, and they're parked all tactically. And these guys get out with their freaking M4s and their AR-15s and crap. I was like. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so we we were so broke and we had decided on our way to church that there was no way we were eating out. And like we had food at the house and we had to eat lunch at the house. We all three looked at each other and was like, so going out to eat? Yeah. We're and go we, eat and, out and we left. I ran in to change shirts. And <laughs> I love that in the middle of that situation, you're like, I look terrible. I got to yes. change my shirt. So I get in the house or the apartment and okay. The apartment was a, there was a house and it was C shaped. Okay. Uh-huh. The first two apartments were the front. Our apartment was the whole side. And then there were two apartments in back. Our closet, mine and Josh's closet. Cause we shared a room was right up against the wall of the place <laughs> where they were about to raid it. And, and it was paper thin. Yeah. Like, su- we heard them arguing all the time. And so I go in and I grab a new shirt and I hear one of them say, it's going to be okay. We've got the shotgun. And I was like, we definitely have to go. All I could think was we're going to come home and there's going to be bullet holes everywhere and blood. Well, no, we got outside and the guy comes over and he's like, have you seen this guy? And we're like, honestly... We just moved in like a month ago. We don't know anybody. And they were like, all right, you guys need to get the heck out of here. We were like, and that's when you don't mind been if like, we do. Uh, but I did hear someone say, we've got the shotgun. No, I, I don't know why that didn't cross my mind to be like, hey, BT Dubs, right there in the back. Somebody's waiting for y'all with a gun. Uh, if you want to, just pull all my clothes out of the closet, lay them neatly on the bed, and then just break through there. <laughs> That's right. Just bust through that wall because it was obviously thin enough that you totally could I have. I still love that. Like, there's cops <laughs> behind their cars with guns trained to the door, and you're just like sneaking through them. Like, sorry, guys, I got to change my shirt. Well, no. So I didn't have to go like through them or around them. So that was not <laughs> oh, a thing. That's so funny. <laughs> 
But in hindsight, the only reason I changed shirts was because that one was too tight, and I was ashamed of my body. Oh man! But I had to go. But that get was a new so shirt. important. Well, you never know who you're gonna see What's when you're at lunch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so I believe. That's in right. This, I believe in the sovereignty of God, and I believe that God put into your brain that you needed to change your shirt so that you could go in and gather important intel for those police officers. And then I did. When you came out, you didn't share. <laughs> You know what's crazy? Well, I mean, it's gotta be could against be. the law, right? I don't know. You aided and abetted criminals. I mean, I didn't. Know, I don't know if that's who was inside. I just heard someone say they had. I a think gun. it's fair to say <laughs> that's who was inside. Potentially, based on the context of the situation. When we came home, there were no bullet holes, so and no cops. No telling what happened there. And no neighbors. <laughs> No, they were still there. Oh, were you like? Was he wasn't though. Yeah, I was like minus one. <laughs> Not all of last year. All I know is somebody in there had several baby daddies. We heard that right, right. discussion a lot. Oh yeah, last and year. she was mad at every single one of them. <laughs> last year at my house, my backyard butts up to someone else's, like most typical neighborhoods. But ours is just a little bit higher, so you can kind of. S- like oversee a couple houses. Yeah. Casey um, is the neighborhood watch. That's right. Well, just head and shoulders above the rest, I'm, right, Casey? I'm glad I wasn't on this day. No, I just have a, a raised deck. I guess that's the reason. But pinkies mm, up right there. I see all these cop cars out across the street, like in the next street over. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, um, this is weird because it's like 7:30. I hear this loud boom, and I look. I like go out on my deck, and there's like a SWAT truck. And they've now... Oh, they banged and breached. That's they, what they did. I was going to say, they breached into this house. And apparently it was like a huge drug thing. I was like, oh, man. In your neighborhood? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of Why the perfect like place that? to hide. In your neighborhood. I'm just saying that your It's not neighborhood... a gated community. No, it's not a gated community, but it does not look it like barely one has a, a drug little... den would be. In. Well, that's the perfect place to hide. <laughs> well, I was just like, I guess what so. Is... It was so early, I was just like, it's all right. There was a barricaded suspect in our neighborhood last year. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes, I'm not even kidding. Man, Saline County, when we they were, do it, they we do were, it. They're wild out here. Where were we? I don't even remember. Chris and I were somewhere, and I just remember, like, I opened my phone, and I saw I had a Facebook notification, so I checked it, and it was our neighborhood group, like, all the people in our neighborhood, and they were like... <laughs> Why are there so many police in our neighborhood? And I was like, what? And then I started reading the comments, and yeah, there was a barricaded suspect <laughs> in our neighborhood. And they were all like, right. everybody That's stay insane. inside. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad we're not there. Which further made you want to go outside. You're like, uh, yeah, when I they tell you, when you're standing in the street in full police gear shouting, stay inside, you're inviting everyone outside. See, I wouldn't expect that in your neighborhood either. Like all the things like that that I've experienced, it was in a place that was totally under, understandable, like the apartment we lived in. <laughs> and then when I was in college in Texarkana, there's a set of apartments on Summer Hill, mm-hmm. right there where you yep. get off the interstate. Yep. And they are ghetto. Right next to the high school. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I woke up one morning to I someone went to pounding on the door. And I get up, and I'm just in my gym shorts, and I go and I answer the in door. Your, in your jammy jam. Yeah, and I'm like peeking out because, again, I'm ashamed of my body, and I'm shirtless. I'm like, yes. And you know it's like the sun is so bright, and you can because barely it's really open like I just picture you like, really like Chris Farley and Tommy Boy, like open the door to David's face. <laughs> it's really bright because it's like 1130. Exactly. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. And there's this detective standing there. And she's asking me all these questions about, did I hear anything last night and all this stuff? And I'm like, what are we talking about? And she was like, oh, well, your neighbor shot her husband in the head and then shot herself. And I was like, oh wait, what? <laughs> You're like, yeah. That's when you open the door all the way. You're like, <laughs> You're like I'm going to be honest. I had some crazy dreams last yeah, night. she was like, you didn't hear anything? I was like, I'm going to be honest it's with like, you, ma'am. I did not. I no, swear. I was were... pretending to be a tornado in my bed. <laughs> I well, mean, 
You were suspect number one with that response. Yeah. I don't it was know what wild. you're talking about. They're like, we're going to need you to come with us. <laughs> no, nah, that that was a mob hit. Oh, Richard, I'm they, so They mad. just staged it to look like a murder-suicide. Boy. Oh, so they oh, died. They came with, in there, with, silencers with the and li- all. With the little sling pistol thing from Shooter? Yeah. Where they put your arm in that little rig and... That thing? No. It's... Mm-mm. Casey's shake, shaking his head like that. SMH, and I don't, that I don't thing. Want to think about that. <laughs> well, so well, statistically, hey. they have found that more places like that are found in the neighborhoods where me and Casey live because they're so in the inconspicuous. Oh, they yeah. don't expect them to be there. And so they get these houses that look generally nice in a generally nice neighborhood and they go and do all their business in the bad parts of town and then they come back to those places and that's like their hideout do they keep their yards up they do actually they he has the night that house has the nicest grass in our neighborhood because you don't inside and out you you don't (laughs) the nicest grass (laughs) i don't think this was weed i think he had something more (laughs) you don't you don't knock down doors for marijuana methamphetamine no but Not at all. a guy that I work with, I went over to his house a couple of weeks ago to meet him to run. And he's like, see that house right there? And I was like, yeah. He's like, that guy's a drug dealer. I was like, do you know that? Or are you like thinking that? He lives in a neighborhood across from Larry's. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure. He's like, people come all hours of the night, like picking up packages out of the post, like out of the mailbox and like sketchy cars coming in, like young people. I was like, no. That is some shady business. I mean, I'm always putting packages in the mailbox. People are probably like, he's a drug dealer. Boy. <laughs> I mean, I'll be selling stuff it's like that. selling those pops. That's right. You're, you're just dealing down. in a different drug. Yeah. Chasing that. That's it, exactly right. Chasing that Nostalgia, Funko Pop high. Joy. Yeah. You know what's going to be your new favorite drug? Spicy chicken nuggets from Yo. McDonald's. Maybe. <laughs> Wait, it. Is this a real thing? Yeah. It's real. No, you're dreaming. This is all a dream. Mary Honkus from People writes this. What a this. terrible the, name. I know. Mary Honkus. Honkus. H-O-N-K-U-S. You think, you think that's her married name, or you think that was what the Lord gave her? I don't know. No telling. But the fan favorite nuggets are about to get a spicy spin. Starting September 16th, mark it on your calendar, spicy chicken McNuggets will be available at McDonald's locations nationwide for a limited time. Uh, The hot nuggets have the same white meat. I don't know. Why they got a limited time I I feel like they got to test it. No. And if it doesn't go well, they can withdraw it's it. It's but been if, tested. That's I why have, it's hitting the market. I have some hot takes on these hot nuggets. You finish your little thing. And okay. I'm going I'm to make bold <laughs> predictions here. The hot nuggets have the same white meat chicken you know and love, but are breaded in a tempura coating and has been spiced with a kick of cayenne and chili pepper, according to a press release. And that's not all. The fast food chain is kicking up the heat a little more with their new Mighty Hot Sauce, the first new dipping sauce in three years. The sauce features a blend of spicy chilies and crushed red pepper flakes and has a slightly sweet finish mellowed out with garlic. It's their hottest sauce available, they said. Uh, This is the first time we've introduced a new flavor of our classic Chicken McNuggets in the U.S. since they came to the menu in 1983, says the vice president of menu innovation, God, which sounds like a really dope job. job. Is it though? Yeah. I'm a menu innovator. Where? McDonald's. And you know how much money she makes? Do you know how Too much? Do you know how much people like <laughs> shame you for eating at McDonald's? They're like, oh, McDonald's. But I'm would like, you give two cares? calling if... the kettles black. That's right. Also, there's a new McFlurry flavor. So I looked this up <laughs> when you started talking about spicy McNuggets. And how is the Chips Ahoy McFlurry not the thing you're talking about? <laughs> nugget machine broke. Is it the, well, I guess be, is it the chewy? nugget machine's never going to break, yeah. Is, That's it, right. is it the deep fryer? Is it chewy? <laughs> is it chewy Chips Ahoy or is it like the... No, I'm sure it's the regular. It, but it don't matter. Be, it's crushed cookies and caramel no, swirls. It does matter because crushed if it's those cookies. chewy ones, by the time you get it to your mouth from sitting in that machine for three weeks, it's going to be a little soggy. Mm. Well, I I just think 
soggy delicious. Like, I picture in my mind, here's how they came up with the idea. <coughs> like, Undercover Boss was like, hey, let's hit up somebody from McDonald's. And they sent in some higher-up exec named Richard. But they're like, now your name is Tony. And they put a terrible mustache on him and gave him a mullet and made him wear a hat. And they sent him in, and he was talking to one of the cooks. Yeah, he works down the street. I've seen Tony. He was Boy. talking to one of the cooks in the line. And they were like, man, you know what's crazy? Wendy's got spicy nuggets. Chick-fil-A's got spicy nuggets. Burger King's got spicy nuggets. We're the biggest fast food chain in the world. Why ain't we got spicy nuggets? And Richard was like, you're a genius. And that's the guy at the end of the show that he awarded $50,000. Yes. To the big crying moment mm. where he takes his fake mustache He's off. He's like, I want to tell you something. <coughs> you, my friend, are going back to college. Boy. <laughs> because you don't want to work at McDonald's. <laughs> did you see the one? Did you guys watch that show? Yeah. Did you ever see the one where the boss, like, fell in love with the woman he worked beside? And, like, at the end of the show, asked her out on a date? She's like, no, nah, I'm good. She said no. Was, no, she said yes. Well, of course she did. He's the head I of the I mean, company. it's like super inappropriate. Like She's she is like, your yeah, employee, but... I can't wait to be the manager. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I can't wait to be the manager. <laughs> it was real weird. So what's your hot takes on the hot nuggets? Okay, so McDonald's chicken nuggets, hands down, are the best nuggets at a fast food establishment. Now, better than me. Chick-fil-A nuggets. Okay. Chick-fil-A nuggets are... Like top shelf. I'm talking about like the Wendy's, the Burger Kings, McDonald's. You're putting Chick Fil A okay, in rallies. Like, yeah, no, no, Chick Fil A is untouchable. Like, okay. Besides Chick Fil A, <laughs> you know, you got like that one kid at school who like wins everything. You're like, I'm second most attractive behind the, the guy at our school is Jason. Oh, okay. Juan Pablo. You must have been Juan second most attractive, Pablo. obviously. <laughs> Of course. I changed my name from Jason <laughs> when real, I got You school. still seem like you're real upset about it. No, oh no, no, no. Okay, so. But, but I'm like, if this is not, it, it has to be good. Because it's gotta be. the nuggets are already, like, perfect. And just it? making things spicy makes it better, in my right. opinion. But if it's, like, it's got to be spicy enough where you're like, this is worth it. Because, mm. like, there's some places, like Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich, eh. I'm like, this isn't that spicy. Now, if they made some spicy nugs at, at Chick-fil-A, I'll wait on Reynolds Road for the rest of my life. I did it tonight. <laughs> I get irritable every single time because I'm like, am I going to Lowe's? Am I going to Chick-fil-A? Am I going to get through the slide? I don't know. Okay, but so I sit there. September 16th is a Wednesday. Yee- so... How about September 17th on a Thursday for the podcast, we have Spicy Nugs. I'm getting a 20-piece. And hot sauce. It's going to be it's, it's gonna be just like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's going to be wrapped around that joint, and it's going to be... <laughs> no, look, sorry, we're out of nuggets. <laughs> we got, that will probably got, be We the got case. these boring plain nuggets. Do I'm I like, have to... Like, give, me like, that give, mighty, me, give me those boring plain nuggets. Give so me I, that Mighty Kids Mill sauce. So I've got to like get them the day before, and then we'll reheat them on Thursday. Oh, man, then we won't get the real, we won't get the real thing. <laughs> so, so what if, what? instead of uh-huh. doing it on the 17th, I'm feeling you. we wait a week... And do it on Friday the 27th yeah, when I'm already in town. <gasps> and then we can all four experience it together. Yes. Yeah. See, that sounds plus, like they're going to be out plus, of stock. I'm just saying. I was going to say, there's going to be like plus, a chicken. That's McNugget the day after shortage. my birthday. Okay, I'll tell you I what, mean, I mean, Josh. we could do it for my birthday, guys. We'll wait till Friday and we'll taste them with you. After Is he that, doing air I, don't know. <laughs> I was doing that like, 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 no, 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 I was going to cut it out. He's saying, he's saying positive things, but he's being real negative. You're beautiful. Just kidding. Well, maybe, maybe I'll just come down to it. You're sick and most attractive behind Jason. Jason Clem. The the reason I didn't realize it in high school. I mean, in in like when I was in middle. Oh, school. he's a Clem son. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? Until, this is a terrible joke. I'm sure Jason listens to this <laughs> podcast. That so joke sucked so bad. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize how good looking <laughs> he was incredible. until when my wife and I got married. 
we were we both went to the same middle school. She's two years older than me, so she was in Jason's class. And we were talking about, you know who was attractive in middle school? And we both at the same time said Jason Clem. And I was like, oh, this is awkward. Yeah, that is awkward. It wasn't weird for her, but for me. A little weird. I'm like, yeah, well, he was. Josh, who was the most attractive in your class? Male? In my class? Like, yeah. male? Yeah. In Blevins or in Nashville? In Nashville. You weren't in Blevins. <laughs> Trick question. I was for a very long time. In high school. Okay, in high school, I mean, I mean honestly, I would have given it to, like, Michael Milam. Uh, wrong answer, Josh. It was you. Oh. I was not. <laughs> I thought said. I would just give you a little encouragement, but whatever. Josh said not. No. <laughs> you know no. who is attractive, I cannot, I cannot accept this award. You know who is attractive? If you say Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion, I'm walking out of here. I'm Tim ju- Allen. Okay. I can go with Tim that. Allen is... <laughs> Home Improvement stars Tim Allen and Richard Karn reunite for a new competition series, Assembly Required. This comes from Fox News. This is going to be great. More than two t- two decades after the two co-starred on the sitcom, the actors are executive producing a series for the History Channel with the working title, Assembly Required. It's slated to premiere in 2021. Uh, Allen will be starring in the series alongside Karn, who will host the show? What's Al Borland been doing these days? Nothing, I don't think. I mean, Dreaming he makes the show. I watched Last I was Man say, Standing. He makes some like TV spots. I watched Last Man Standing quite a bit. I enjoyed that show. It's a good one. Uh, yeah. It's one of my faves, for sure. So this uh, show will have a ten episode run. Uh, it's going to spotlight the best and brightest builders from across the okay. country at their home workshops, and so it's a competition. Where they will have to refurbish and rebuild. I felt better things. about this. Where it's like nailed it, and it's like, oh, you're the worst cook in America. Yeah. I, I'm. It's so cringy. And with oh the, no, with dude, the, I love that show. Uh, it's so funny. But imagine that was like, like power people tools. People who are like, like I like to cook at home, and they're like, they're so pictures of them at home with their. Whore. It's like my wife. And her Instagram cooking show. Like, wow. they're at home. They got a picture of what it's supposed to look like, but then they don't have all the ingredients, and so they substitute ingredients, and then they forget to cook the chicken before they wrap it in the Parmesan crust. Kristen, Katie and I were totally impressed with your Parmesan chicken, so keep it up. I mean, it was good. It was delicious. My favorite I tried it, thing it... so far from her, cook, her little online cooking show is not having something to mash the beans the for the meat tenderizer. <laughs> she used a meat tenderizer. And then she didn't have Hey, it works though. And then she didn't uh, have I don't think it worked that good. She didn't I, have the it strainer. did not work. <laughs> I love I love that Aaron goes, I can't do it anymore. I'm tapping out. <laughs> Halfway through a sweet potato burrito, he was out. It was not the best. Which okay, Kristen, I love you. Aaron, I love you too. But why, but. Su- why sweet potatoes on a burrito? Why not just beef and beans and cheese? She's got this cookbook that she's walking through. I don't know. Every day is, is it a called? Surprise. Ain't it sweet? Every day's a surprise. She's like, I'm cooking. Now I'm cooking through this. When we try things at home, we can't. It can't be anything normal. It can't be like like chicken nugs. Well, it just can't be like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna make like. Tacos, I'm going to make like fried rice, but I'm going to use like this different kind of teriyaki sauce. But instead like, of rice, we're going to have quinoa. It's healthy. Yes, mm. that's exactly what she's like. I'm going to do chicken bad. and rice, I'm, and then she'll I'll be like, but the rice is quinoa. <laughs> Quinoa's not bad if you like. I'm not even going like, to lie. You like licking the ocean floor. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one, of, one of the best quesadillas that I have ever made, like at home, and I do all the cooking at our house was this weird sweet potato quesadilla recipe we got. And Why? it was so good. Why sweet potato? I, 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 He's I said conscious. the same thing until I bit into it. What is the sweet potato replacing? R- regular potatoes? It, it was just like a meat replacement. There wasn't meat on it. Yeah, because it's got all the protein. Yeah, but you would never put a regular potato on a burrito unless it was a breakfast burrito. Oh, I would. I just I would put a just a regular old potato russet. on anything. Josh would just take a potato, wrap a tortilla around it, and eat it. What is this? Yes, potato in yes. a blanket. It's a raw potato. It's a delicious. It's a burrito. Let me get that potato in a blanket. Mm. 
good. I'm bringing that. Now to, I'm hungry. I'm bringing Ooh. that to our next uh, a burrito get together. Burrito. Burrito. Speaking of weird ways to say things, I was watching the Weather <laughs> Channel and the guy was talking about Laura trying to hang out in Arkansas, and he said, "Oh, it's moving up to Monticello." I was just like, "This guy." Oh, Monticello. <laughs> Who's not from here? Are you? Um, I was like, maybe we're just all in Arkansas saying it wrong. <laughs> Monticello. I've been to I've been down to Monticello, but it's not as not as, that's as why Monticello. That's why we don't trust which, the media. They can't which, even say where we're from. Casey. Casey says it the Arkansas proper way, Monticello. I say Monticello. 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 Well, you also call it... Monticello. You also call it blibs, where it's like just a... just a Not even a syllable. Like you somehow sneak it under there. Blibs. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people in Malvern who pronounce it without the L. Mavern. Mavern. It'd be fine. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, that's you go down the street, I dare it's about seven miles that way. It's like Malvern. that guy in Napoleon Dynamite. So up here, there's a town called Gentry, yeah. and the people from Gentry pronounce it Gentry. <laughs> so I lived in, I lived in, in Boonville. Boonville for a while. Boom. Boom. I live in Boonville. Boom. So when we moved there, you know, it's such just such great use of words, and we called it Boonville. They're like, that is not right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Teach me. They're like, oh, Boonville. I'm like, oh. It's like around Go here. Go cats. It's like around here. <laughs> Boy, tell you what, y'all must not be from around here. Boy, tell you what, we from ben- the Boonville. Benton. Boom. Yeah, it's like around here if you say Benton. That's how Doug And not Benton. Benton. And I'm like, <laughs> but that's not what it is. It's ah, Benton. Yeah, it's Benton. All in Benton. And they're like, Benton. <laughs> And Brian. Yeah, Brian. Brian. (laughs) Not Bryant. I'm like, you can't even tell how to spell that properly with the way you're saying it. Brian. Brian. Is your town called Brian? (laughs) No, there's there's a T at the end there. Are you you trying to say like B-R-A-W-E? Brian. And I think part of why I say both of them so clearly is trying to get Siri to understand. (laughs) Because like anytime I'm like, Call Home Depot in Benton. It's like call calling Home Depot in Vinton, Idaho, or <laughs> yeah. whatever. I'm like, wait, no, stop. Like, or, Siri, or as, as smart as you are, you think right now I need to call someone in Idaho? All the phone <laughs> you calls know I've where made. I am. <laughs> yes. They're like, oh no, I'm not listening. I know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in your life every day. It's like Siri's trying to play dumb with us. Al- I like how she hasn't started picking Al- up this conversation, boy. Alexa is even worse than Siri, especially yes. here lately. She, she hates my she hates my accent, <laughs> and she's actually talking to me right now. She heard me say that. I heard her in the other room. She's, she's like, Josh, like, yes, I do hate you. I will You're def- horrible. I will defeat you. <laughs> so when we were doing when we were doing all our online stuff, I would do our devotionals for our students. I'd be like, "What's up, guys, students?" And every time I would do it, and my phone would think I was saying, "Hey, Siri." And so it'd be like, beep, beep. so I'm trying to upload Dang a video. <laughs> I'm trying to upload this video in my story, but every time it does the, you know, where it's trying to load it up, it's oh, like yeah. pulls up my Siri. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> we, Jordan and I just started watching Shit's Creek and one, the daughter. It's so good. It's Here's hilarious, dude. It's so funny. And the daughter in the series, her name is Alexis. And every dad come time, and it if the sets TV's off too loud. the Alexa yes. every time. <laughs> That's why you gotta have a it's hey Google. So annoying. Uh, Taylor. Oh no, I we've we've got both in the house because I, like we started out trying to be a Google Home. Can you do and that? And then <laughs> like fighting well, when you leave, <laughs> like uh, just oh, yeah. just talking back to each other. Well, we we just hey, haven't. Siri, you suck. fully. Switched over I to the Alexas the yet because Alexa is better than Google when it comes to like Home Assistant. But man, <laughs> I, I just hate both of them. But, they hate but my man, I, so I was I was down the hallway today and I heard Taylor say, "Hey Google, spell Happy Birthday." <laughs> so it's like H A P P Y B I R T. She's like, "Slow down." <laughs> Spell happy birthday slower. Now, H A. She just started first grade for all those people out there that may be like, wow, your kid's an idiot, That's right? So but funny. she's like, this is so frustrating. <laughs> there's like, there's got to be like an age you can input where it's like, 
hey, uh, I can't spell, and I'm still kind of forming words, yeah. so let's get a little slower. I was proud of Google. It was slower than I thought it was going to be. H-A-B-B-Y-B-R-T-H-A-Y. You're like... Sometimes I'm in my office, and I'm like, how do you spell financial? Like... Like, you don't know how to spell financial? So, when it comes to words I don't know how to spell when I'm typing, I just let the little red line come up and then I write. I'm like, I'm going to spell it how I think it's supposed to be spelled. But today, today I was typing curriculum and I spelled it so wrong that it's like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) It's like, I don't even know what you're trying to say. That's incredible. I was like, forget you, computer. Come on. I was trying Curriculum. to... Curriculum. <laughs> what, I mean, what other word would that be? He spelled it K-E-R-C-U-L-I-M. <laughs> curriculum. That probably would have been like, do you mean curriculum? Yeah. Oh, I asked my Alexa the other day. I was trying to figure out how many um, countries there were in the world that have an established government. You might like this page. And so I was like, hey, Alexa, how many countries in the world have an established government? And she's like, 190-something countries have all signed the treaty. That's all it said. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, what treaty? And Alexa was like, Goodbye. a treaty is a... And starts telling me the definition. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, what yeah. treaty did hey, they sign? Dummy. And it was like, I'm not telling you. Now, you went like, you touched the dark webs, and then it like pulled you back <laughs> yes. out. It was a total mystery. I was like, she's like, oops, I've said too much. Things are getting real weird here with my Alexa. I know Josh is doing it, but I'm doing it too. Googling how many countries? No, I'm going to find out this treaty that they signed. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I haven't even looked. Well, you know who probably knows what treaty they signed? The dadgum richest man in the world, Jeff Bezos. Oh, man. Jeff Bezos is the... Is it Bezos? Yeah. I call him Bezos. Or is it Bezos? Yeah, I've always heard it Bezos. Uh, I don't uh, really uh, care. Oh, he'll, he'll it's like, the you Charter can... of the United Nations. Oh. Pretty soon we're all going to uh, call him Daddy. That's boy. what I know. Well, Jeff B. is the first man to be worth $200 billion. It could be Jeff, it could be Jeff Bay. Uh, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bay. Instead of B. <laughs> So, more than 100 demonstrators gathered outside Jeff's house in Washington, D.C. on Thursday and constructed a guillotine outside <laughs> his front door to protest Amazon workers' wages. The protest came a day after Bezos' net worth su- uh, surpassed $200 billion, making him the richest person in history. According to Forbes, his wealth has grown by about eighty-five billion since January. That's the crazy thing. He made like thirteen billion dollars in like a week. Yes, boosted by Amazon's soaring revenue amid the COVID nineteen pandemic. Which, so, so since January, yes, he his wealth has grown the equivalent of Elon Musk's net worth. Yes insanity just wanted to put put that in perspective for everyone so a video posted to twitter by the washington examiner reporter uh shows former amazon warehouse worker christian smalls you killing me smalls an outspoken amazon critic calling on the company to raise the minimum wage from 15 dollars per hour yo which is more than i make just throwing that out there to 30 dollars per hour in light of bezos's surging wealth the protest was led There's by... There's a reason it's surging. He's not paying people $30 an hour. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it was led by Congress of Essential Workers, a group founded by Smalls. Give a good reason... This is a quote from Smalls. Killing me, Smalls. Uh, <laughs> give a good reason why we don't deserve a $30 minimum wage when this man makes $4,000 a second, Smalls said. Fun fact on the side, Amazon itself is valued at $1 trillion. But I'll give you a good reason that you're not doing enough to be worth $30 an hour. Yeah, no, you're not. Maybe you're not, maybe not doing enough to be say, worth $15 if an you, hour. If you complain like this, I wouldn't say 15 Now I don't, I don't understand how people can look at money that someone has made from an idea that they came up with and go, oh, man, I deserve some of that. No, you don't. Well... The idea to them 
is that without me, you wouldn't. You have don't this. make that money. Hey, jokes here's the on, thing: without you, someone else is going to want right. that job. I was going to say, jokes on Smalls. There's a lot of people lined up for that fifteen dollars. Well, hour. Chad said he I am. saw. That's right. <laughs> he saw Signed me up. because Smalls quit. And yeah. guess what? They filled his spot, and, they and are now he's worth going. two hundred billion dollars. You know and what? you're standing right. outside his house, Maybe. poor as a joke, with a guillotine trying to get some of his money. <laughs> with a teddy bear, at least have a person volunteer to be in that. I mean, oh come on. my gosh, where, where? I mean, that is awful. That's not a thirty dollar an hour idea, teddy bear. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, I don't. Maybe an Amazon box or something. I don't know. Like, ooh. Now that would have been good. Mm-hmm. Just hit it right along that tape. <laughs> he comes out of his house. What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't you want to know? He's like, oh, I know. Boy. I know what's in that box. But yeah, they're building an Amazon uh, distribution place right across from our building, from our church. Shut up. And so, yeah, so I'm about we to go are make me fifteen dollars an hour. That's are, what I'm about to do. <laughs> we are. Our address is twelve four hundred Interstate thirty. And there's this 12401, and it's kind of like, ha-ha. Like, <laughs> you may be Amazon, but we got the best address number. That's hilarious. I'm like, I know Jeff is going to, at some point, go into this facility. You think he will? I mean, it, it's a massive distribution center. Surely he's going to at least visit once, right? Oh. I'm like... Like the grand opening, yo kind dog. Of thing. When y'all gonna start droning these packages across the interstate? That'd Boy. be incredible. <laughs> we knew it was Amazon for two reasons. Number one, they don't stop working on it. Like literally, wind blowing out there today, and these guys are just grinding out there. I'm yeah. like, hey, uh, you're soaking wet. You know why? Because they're getting paid a lot of money to get it. Fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> but then they painted this blue strip all the way around the building. That's that Amazon blue, and you're like, oh, yeah. There it is, right there. That's it. Boy, I wonder if you'll just be able to drive across there and drop off your uh, Funko Pops instead of taking them to the post office. I don't ship through Amazon. Well, maybe I'm about to stop shipping through the USPS. I'm about to fight them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yikes. I got a reason the post office talking about. Everybody's talking about, we should save the post office. Why? It's terrible. My grandfather worked for the post office, as we've talked about the past three episodes with Connie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so talking about them being terrible. People wonder why Jeff Bezos is worth $200 billion. It's for things like the other day. I'm trying to fix a toilet at the church. All I need is this one part. Sounds like a crappy job. It's a pretty standard part. I call Home Depot and Lowe's because they both have it on their website. In Idaho or in Benton? Here in Benton and Bryant. (laughs) And they don't have... Neither of them have it in stock, but that's not what ticked me off. What ticked me off was... I was on hold with both of them, transferred several times and hung up on for at least 30 minutes apiece. The yeah. hanging up on after being on hold? I yes. could If I could go through a phone and teleport <laughs> myself and smack somebody. That happened to me this week with my mortgage company. Yeah. I, I just like walked out of my office. I was like, forget it. <laughs> well, like... Yes, yeah, so I want to scream at you, number one. But then, like, the rudest person in the world is on the other end. What do you want? Yes. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for this in such and such part and whatever. I just wanted to know if you had it in stock because I see it on your website. And they go like this. And he, no, he just goes, a Nolan. <laughs> I was like, yes, a Nolan, whatever it was. A Nolan. <laughs> yes, a Nolan. A Nolan? Yes, N O L A N, Nolan. We don't carry Nolan. So I'm offended, like, like that was his grandfather's yes. company that somebody else bought. And I'm like, well, it says on the website that you have them. I just need to know if you have it in stock. Let me check. We have Kohler, and he lists off a couple he other didn't ones. Check. He and just I was like, around. I was like, okay, guy, that's all. And then he hung up. I was like, okay. Anyways. Things like that, and guess how long it's going to take them to get the part in? 68 years. It's like five to ten days. I'm like, well, I found it cheaper on Amazon. I can order it today. It's here on Now, Thursday. you're going to want to buy four of those because it'll probably break once, so, but it's still cheaper. <laughs> so I, things like that, it's like there's no wonder Amazon is worth a trillion dollars. Amazon is, freaking... is like the Chick-fil-A. They don't screw up your order. Yes. You know it's going to be right. You know and it's going to be on time it's gonna and be possibly on time. even early. Except this is the first time this has ever happened where they didn't like, hey, we ordered a book night before first grade. We're like, oh, it'll be here Friday. They're like, oh, it's delayed. Okay, fine. It'll be here Saturday. Okay, Saturday came. No book. 
Sunday, Uh-oh. the night before first grade, we're like, uh, it's not coming. I'm like, what? literally, this is the first time, and now we're talking about Amazon. Jeff, I love you. 30 bucks an hour. I think it's way too much. I know you're listening. But if you want to pay us for these compliments, we'll take it. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad, but could be an ad. But have you had an Am- an Amazon package dropped off in the middle of the night? No. We had one dropped off at 9.30 one night. Oh just gosh. randomly dropped on the porch. He's like, hey, I forgot this. It, I, just like he was going to get his route done no matter what it took. I've had them and drop one off at that. 8 a.m. at my house and ring the doorbell. I was like, oh. are you trying to fight? Because no. both my kids were asleep. You're trying to fight? It is July 8th, okay? Nobody is up is right now. Don't summer. ring that well, doorbell. That's what bothers me so much about people who complain about how much they make. Like... I don't think you deserve $12 an hour for you to treat me rudely on the phone. Like, do not think I am above you hanging up on me, me remembering your name, driving to where you go, and yelling at you in person because you, you hung up it. on me. And telling your man. Making a scene. Going yeah. total Karen on hey, you. Hey, if, right. you, if you know how to do the all call in the stores, I need... Nolan to come to the front. <laughs> He's a real jerk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nolan. That's just that's what like I I don't under I don't understand like treat first of all treat people with respect. Like you are there to help someone. R E S P E C T. Why act Boy. like it is bothering you for someone to ask you to do your job? Yeah. Like I don't understand why people think they should just get paid for showing up, yeah, and not being at home. Well, we could, and we that's could spend, not how it works. We could spend an entire podcast on entitlement and things like that. Oh my! Gosh. My my reason I say that about the USPS, the things that I ship, I, I sell them, and I do prepaid postage. So I send off a package that is, I weigh them and I ship them. There's times where it's like, hey, I printed an eight ounce eight ounce label and it's nine ounces. I'm like, seriously, like we're splitting hairs here. Yeah. And you can talk about moral and ethical things like that. <clears throat> Whatever. It's like forty cents difference. It's not for me to gain money. Yeah. It's just like I printed this. Oh. I took a package to the Bryant post office. So if you go there, there's this old lady there who literally like Bryant. she weighs that thing. <laughs> and if it ain't right That is Connie. If it ain't right, it's going back to my house. Now I've already told the person that I shipped it off. Hey, it is it's gonna be coming to you soon. Like, thank you so much. I treat this like my own small business. Like yeah. And so the next day it shows up at my house. I'm like, I cannot stand that girl. <laughs> so I've got a few post people that I know that literally I could ship a lead brick for a pound and they'd be like, Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, okay. Remember our friend Sharon? Yes, I do. She's the best. Remember our friend? She's Sharon. just like squoop. <laughs> oh dang it! I deleted it. I guess I was totally at Walmart, and there was a redhead named Connie that was behind the register, and I totally snuck a picture of her. Was she doing your groceries uh, like this? No, she 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 didn't have a hook for a hand. <laughs> Sorry. It's not a hand. It's an arm. The whole arm is a hook? No, it's just like a you can't she can't bend it. Uh, Have you guys been thinking she has a hook this whole time? No, not Y'all like an actual hook, but like <laughs> Okay. We're just gonna move on. Oh, that's so like mankind. So let's talk about Terry Crews real quick. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I was flexing my pecs. Anybody yeah. anybody getting disappointed yet? I was watching the episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine tonight where he's stuck in the elevator with mm. the chief. Yeah, he's like, come on, man, rip this door open. And he's like, I'm not strong enough to do that. And he's like, well, I'm glad you haven't wasted a considerable amount of your life trying to look that way. <laughs> okay, what has happened? Savage. Because I follow him on Twitter, and I saw something yesterday where it was like, this doesn't look like what you usually post. He is getting ate up on the Twitter. Yeah, he needs, so, to, he needs to take a break. Terry Crews came under attack uh, this week. On Twitter, after tweeting "boycott Magic City," yeah, that was the one. Now, if you don't know what Magic City is, don't worry, I will explain. Don't say, uh, "Hey Google." This is <laughs> this is from Complex by Trace William Cohen. Uh, Terry Crews decided now is the time for him to call for a boycott 
of the beloved Magic City Strip Club in Atlanta, Georgia. I thought that was a hot wing place that had girls that danced at it. (laughs) That's what Lou Williams said. Thursday morning, (laughs) Cruz, who was recently called out for his criticism of Black Lives Matter, tweeted out, Boycott Magic City and included the hashtag Black Love Matters. The blowback to Cruz's decision to attempt disparaging on an Atlanta institution, also known for its wings. See? See? (laughs) The classic excuse uh, was swift, with many pointing out that it's particularly baffling that the America's Got Talent host and recent Rick Ross lyrical subject chose to eschew mentions of, among other things, recent acts of police brutality and natural disasters in favor of a message that falls firmly into the who asked for this category. Some of those uh, lashing out were like, well, Jid, the rapper, the American rapper, uh, his response to it was all this expletive going on and this inward talking about boycotting black women making money i'd fade yo big white washed expletive he then got back on the twitter and said i gotta take a step back and apologize for speaking hate on this app because that's not what we need right now but i'm a double down and let y'all know i'd still sock bruh whatever happens happens putting my phone down love to all my people Everyone be safe and stick together. First off, I would love to see him try and punch Terry Crews because that would be a bad decision. But so Terry Crews comes under fire for saying that we need to, or calling for people to boycott a strip club saying that black love matters. Now, if you know anything about Terry Crews, he's been very open about uh, sexual abuse that he went through when he was younger uh, very open about pornography and what it did to him and how it wrecked his life and very open about um, his belief that uh, relationships, uh, things of that nature uh, can be very unhealthy for people pending how you use them. Uh, things like pornography, ruining marriages and so on. And so it's not off for him to say something like this, especially about a strip club, which we all know is not healthy or good for anyone. Uh, Well, and this kind of goes back into uh, the WAP and all that. Yes. The cultural appropriation of like, and and so this is viewed what, what he is saying and he's trying to become the advocate for like, hey, as as a black female, like you don't have to subject yourself to this to find love, to find importance and things like that. And then you've got Cardi B and Megan the Stallion putting things out where people are like, Yes, this is it. Yeah. And then that whole thing with Rick Ross, Rick Ross goes on a song and then is bashing him. The the thing that like the most offensive thing that people are saying right now to other black people, and it happened to Herschel Walker this past week whenever he yeah. he spoke up about his friendship and relationship with Donald Trump. Um, everybody calls him Uncle Tom. And so yeah. the, the lyric is Rick Ross is saying that he's just another coon that has been bought. Like this idea that he's controlled by the white man. And I'm just like, this is this is just who Terry Crews is. He's 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 an advocate for people who aren't using their voice. He's a person who um, loves the Lord. I, I love the stuff that he puts on Twitter because um, there's a lot of trash out there. But yeah, I think for, sure. for him, it's not. I this, got on Twitter for like 30 minutes. My day God, was a run. It's not, and and i see a lot of stuff and i and i i'm with you like i can read things on there and i'm like cuz twitter is my like that's the the form of social media that i like the most yeah but man i'm like i've got to start unfollowing people it is just eesh. you can be on there for like 4 minutes and ruin your entire day just yeah. reading all of the toxic stuff that's also where my plug is to all my pop so you know like you, boy you got to figure out what's good and what's not <laughs> And follow everything but the well, pops. And again, it's that <clears throat> it's that um, us versus you mentality. It's the yes. identity politics yep. mentality. Well, you don't think like 
us. Well, you don't, that means that you're not a part of us. And so we don't like you. And that's, that's so bogus to me. Like, and how jacked up is it that you would consider a strip club an institution of your city? Whoever wrote that article is really well, but, but I would say it is in that walk of life. Uh, well, yeah. And so again, number one, I've been through Atlanta. I've never stopped there, like in the airport. But that is like a cultural icon there. And so you think about, you go to New York, you got to go to Times Square. Like, as ghetto as it sounds, like Magic City's the place in Atlanta. If, you, if you're if you the person who would I go to like the, the nightclubs and things like That's that. That's where I went. The aquarium in Atlanta? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the aquarium, the Coca-Cola factory. I went to Terminal E. The Braves. So, you know. I, yeah, this, the airport Chick-fil-A, that's where I've been there. I think a lot of this started <laughs> when when he, when he Terry Crews kind of got polarized and ostracized. Back in June, he said a tweet, and I've got it here. It says, if you're a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. He said, we must ensure that hashtag Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. And mm. that was the thing that, like... Because I've followed him prior to this, yeah. But that was where I started realizing he was trying to defend himself, or and it's hard because if people come after you and attack your character, you don't just want to sit there and be like, "It's fine, it's cool, like it's all good." Yeah. You, you, and someone like him, he's like, "This is not what I meant by this." Um. So I saw a lot more of him feeling like he has to defend himself, what he was trying to say, which that's when I'm like, I'm just getting off Twitter. Yeah. Well, I don't. No I don't know what's convoluted in that. No, I mean that's that's the thing though. Nothing that he says is like, wow, like that. Can't believe can't, you would yeah. say something like Who that. Who are again, you? Like, you're in this Magic City case. I don't understand why people are, are so quick to defend exploitation of women. Like that's because exactly what it is. I, what is empowering about that? Well, I'm I'm not saying it's empowering. I'm saying the culture says. Well, it's and I don't even know. I don't know if it's empowering. It's almost like. Unless you're a child well, you on know, Netflix, you know, then it's you, not. It's I like we're living that. in this weird alternate reality yeah. where things that are bad, people praise and like defend. And things that are good, nobody will stand for. It's like, mm, I'm not going to do that. Well, you know, Scripture says that people of darkness hate the light. Like, that's why they hated Christ. Like, because he brought them to light. And True. They, they rejected him because they loved darkness more than the light. That's like the opening to John, yeah. the book of John. But, you know, it's like the thing that I sent you guys, I don't know, several weeks ago. One of my friends that uh, I knew from Dallas uh, is on the other side of these issues from me. And, you know, we're talking about, I follow like Exodus Cry and uh, Acts 29 or or Acts 21 or whatever it is. But all of these sex trafficking things. And right now there's a big push to take down Pornhub because Pornhub does not like there's complete anonymity for people who submit videos and they found tons of videos on there of people being raped and molested and it's child pornography and like you have to fight Pornhub to get that stuff taken down and like there's a story going around right now of one girl who whose sexual abuse was posted on there the her um her attacker saw it or, or somebody saw it and knew her and posted her personal information and her attacker saw it and called her personally like and started to harass her again and she had to like go get legal action for Pornhub to remove that comment and remove that video and it's <laughs> terrible and there and now because of all this backlash Pornhub is setting up a dark website to protect to protect it said quote unquote to protect the anonymity of our uh, patrons or whatever. It's basically the people doing this because they're profiting so much off of yeah. these videos or whatever. And so there's this huge push for all this stuff. And yet in the middle of all that, this lady that I post, post something from another account that's like, you know, uh, like let's not, uh, let's not defund or what I don't remember the exact word she used but she was like some people out there are in sex work because they want to be in sex work like that's that's like are you kidding that's me that's beside you're, the point right you're why why <laughs> defend that like oh I'm glad that they are happy being exploited 
You, I mean, you have to just completely lack a heart and a soul to defend those things and to be the people who are like proud to post them yeah. and fight you on yeah. whether or not to take them down. Right. I just can't even imagine being that person. Right. Well, and I don't even know how they're still allowed legally to operate with that kind of stuff on their website. Well, yeah, I've said for a long time, uh, I don't understand how it can be legal for people under 18 to be able to view those things without paying. Yeah. Without getting through some kind of paywall. Yeah, because the like, only the only thing that they have right now is you check a box that says yes, I'm 18, and yeah. of course, and no one is in. ever truthful if they're under 18 about that. Yeah, of course not, because they just want to see the boobies. Well, yes, that is a thing. That's it. <laughs> well, guys, that's gonna do it for us. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for listening again. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and write a review. If you are listening on Spotify, please follow us and like us. Hit us up on our Instagram at PopGospelPod. We love you guys. We're going to get out of here. I am Chad the Dad. I'm Carlos. Still Casey Winstead. Well, you just stole my line. And we're out. Peace. Was he ever in anything else? Well, right now he's in a casket. Oh, okay. Okay. See? That's not... <laughs> <laughs>